BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stephon Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. doing another Monday Money, and we're revisiting something we just talked about uh, on your happy hour. But we're not exactly talking about that because we were talking about why do conservative women really like Mamma Mia? But I'm also (laughs) talking about the reaction of what is it about watching embarrassing things with people? I can't do it. It feels so painful. And my experience with watching Mamma Mia next to my very conservative older brother and my very conservative mother was painful. Yeah. And just it kind of had had this moment of like, I know we've all talked about it. There's a classic episode on Scrubs where the main character is watching Basic Instinct with his grandmother. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And him like balled up in the corner, dying inside. (laughs) And I think we've all had that moment. I feel like that's just like a regular trope that happens on, especially like coming of age things. Mm -hmm. But as an adult, I still have this moment. Oh, yeah, you do. I mean... I have it too, but not to the extent you do. You like we, we've heard you in like Sex in the City episodes be like, I normally fast forward <laughs> through this part, or like <laughs> you've got all and, these like beats you won't watch. <laughs> I won't. It's true. I just literally like so. I again, I really love K dramas right now, and it's probably in the most tame of all of the other things that I have ever watched because I, again, we talked about Bridgerton and all that. But for some reason, these scenes, these lingering-looking kissing scenes, when my partner walks in, I shrivel and die inside a little bit. Like, there's a little <laughs> bit of shame. I'm like, please don't watch this with me. And it's not because necessarily, like, it's a bad scene or, like, I'm just, I don't know. There's this level of me, like, <gasps> <laughs> but why? And, and again, the mom and me experience having, and, and my mom, the first thing she said, because I was like, why are high schoolers doing this play? 
And mm-hmm. she said to me, like, they, they tamed it down a lot because I've never seen the original. I care nothing about ABBA. No, nope, <laughs> I do not care. Don't care about uh, the newer musicals. I'm a less fan of the old school musicals where it's supposed to be cheesy. I'm cool with. Um, but like this was one of the newer musicals, right? Having to sit there while my niece is cracking a joke about uh, having slept with three different men and not knowing who the baby daddy is was painful. <laughs> I think at one point I looked over to my brother and he literally was gripping his th- like thighs because he was dying yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it may have been worse because it is our niece. Yeah. And of course, her love interest is actual her her real boyfriend. Oh, which yeah. was even worse for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is definitely a whole added layer because then <laughs> it's your you know young family member having these conversations, and you want to support her. Yeah. Um, but you're also like, you know her. <laughs> yes, I know these kids, and I'm like, I don't yeah. want to ever see you kissing. <laughs> Why am I seeing this <laughs> on, under a spotlight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Is it, again, this may be like, I can't do secondhand embarrassment. I'm, I, I would rather crawl under a blanket and stay there for days. It, it, it makes, like talking about it, makes my face turn red. Like at this mm-hmm. moment in time, I... Cannot handle. I think this is also why I have that lingering anxiety of like, did I say something wrong? Right. But it's attached to this emotion. And I don't know if, do these films do this on purpose? Do these plays do this on purpose? Is it to be relatable or is it to cause you this much stress? (laughs) I think both can be true. There's one episode of like The Office, for instance, where like uh, Jim and Pam come over to Jan's house where Michael's oh, living. Michael's house, yes. It's like the dinner party episode, and it is the most one of the most awkward things, and it, I, that had to be intentional. Like, there's oh, yeah. absolutely no way they weren't trying to make you like squirm in your seat and and feel that way. Yeah, and I think there's a part of it that is, you know, you are connecting to both like the characters who feel this way, but also. If you're watching it with somebody, then you're kind of sharing this like such an awkward moment, which we can all relate to. So I think there is there's kind of it's it can dovetail of both yeah. of those things. Okay, mm-hmm. so as as we're talking about it, I'm researching it, and it's called actually called a vicarious embarrassment. <laughs> and it says when a person feels this embarrassment for another person who may be damaging their social integrity, they may feel shame, ashamed, fearful, like anxious, um, even like they need to fix it another person and it says it's a tendency for an empathetic person or people who are easily able to place themselves in, in the shoes of others so I guess that would go along with it but I I, I, I do want to fix it I want that not to be a thing I don't understand how you can face people again <laughs> if you go through that level of embarrassment <laughs> or how you can never think about it again I mean, that's true. Like the, I like I could you can face people. It's it's amazing how quickly, <laughs> how quickly I'll go from like my life is ruined to like three days later, like eh. But I will think about it forever. Like that part doesn't go away. But yeah. <laughs> 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. I've done some really embarrassing things for sure. Some really embarrassing things recently, but... I've never done anything that I haven't been able to come back from. <laughs> That's good to but know. But I do, it'll, it'll be like, you know, 5 a.m. and I'll, yeah. there it is, that thing I did in first grade. Um, right. I think, right. About, I think about those things all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this article that I I'm pulled up, it actually says it may stem from family trauma, differing views on, on religion and politics, uh, and different groups of apathy for social standing or pain from past family experiences, which I find funny because I'm like, my mom did drill into me growing up, do not embarrass me Mm. like that or do not shame me. Like it was, my mother probably felt that heavily and that Mm -hmm. if we did something, you know, we just recently did the uh, episode on divorce. My mother felt that the hardest, I think. Uh, My father was able to be like, you know what? I support my daughter. I don't love it, but this is what this is. And he had more empathy and the understanding of it. And my mother mm-hmm. was empathetic and understanding, and she supported her child. But the guilt and heaviness of her failing her family, and this is her fault, and this is shame on her, was 
very obvious, very obvious in, in the way she would talk about how she wouldn't talk to certain people, how they avoided her and she knew it and like all of these things. So maybe it comes from my mother as well as my level of empathy. That does make more sense, but I hate it. I, I really, I like just thinking about some of these situations makes me, my heart like have palpitations. <laughs> yeah, I can't even think about it because it's so, so overwhelming in that level. And like watching anything, I can't watch. I think this is also why I don't love watching new things with people. Mm. I'm very anxious of that, uh, which mm-hmm. is, I don't love going to movies. I think it's a waste of time, especially if I'm spending time with people outside of like people like you and people that I see every day. So we're already mm-hmm. caught up. But if I haven't right. like talked to you in forever and we go to a movie, that's odd. First dates, to me, that's odd. Uh, like if I'm trying to get to know you, other than if you pick out a really bad movie and finding <laughs> your sense of humor, maybe mm-hmm. that is a thing. I don't know. But yeah, I think maybe that's another part of like, I don't want any of this <laughs> in my life. I don't want to experience this with you, especially if I don't trust you. Even if I do trust you, I don't want to experience this with you. Mm-hmm. I've seen you run away from a, a room before. I have. I run away from the room if it's shameful. I'm like, I know what's happening. I gotta go away. Or if it's uh-huh. too sad. Yeah. I've seen that before, I was too. Like, I was like, if this is going to damage me, I gotta go. you're just too taking care of yourself it's good (laughs) I'm like the opposite so once I think I've told this story before because it was so oh my god most of the like minor fights I got in with my dad when I was a kid was about the TV because we only had one TV Um, so like fighting over like what are we going to watch and I was really into the show Roswell and I just like fought so hard to watch it. And I bet some of you have watched that show. You know exactly what episode I'm talking about. It was called Sexual Healing. Oh, yeah. And they basically, Liz and Max had to have sex so he wouldn't die. And like multiple times, by what? the way. Yes. I feel like you've told me about I, this episode and I'm shocked every time. Yes. And I was like a 14-year-old sitting on the couch with my entire family in there who had fought so hard to watch this episode and said like, it's going to be nothing bad's going to happen in, in it. Like, It'll be fine. My younger brother can watch it. And I was determined to not. I made zero comments. I didn't look around. I acted like this was totally normal. (laughs) I will not be the first to admit that this is incredibly awkward for all of us. (laughs) See, I have to crack jokes. Mm. That's my. I mean, that probably would have been the better way to do it, but I don't know. I think that's not necessary because it makes usually makes it worse. I feel like, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, my my thing is like I'm gonna. uh, Oh well, wasn't expecting that. You're welcome. Run away. (laughs) That's the other other thing is to run away. Yes. (laughs) I just say I'm. I'm like a like a turtle. Like no. Yeah, I'm going to stay here and we're going to watch this and I'm not going to say anything about it. I love that, that you're the stubbornness that I will do this. That's where I would have turned yeah. it immediately. I will also do that. If something comes awkward, I was like, oh, I forgot this part. Let's watch something else. You want, you want, you want something to eat? Let's get something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my automatic response. God, I don't know. Like, obviously, thinking about it now, the idea that this embarrassment and the level of empathy go hand in hand, but I really wish I could at least like 
the fact that I'm panicking as we're talking about the situation because I'm picturing what has happened. Every time you talk about that mm-hmm. sex in the city, it's like I picture it. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this so much. And because I don't like it, and though I have probably watched that scene the least, mm-hmm. I hate it more. Like I it's more, <laughs> it's more like prevalent and I know exactly what happens. That's funny because I'm finding through the hanging out with you and watching some stuff you like and of course through fan fiction that's a big rom-com trope kind of surprised really <laughs> the, the like accidental it's not always like nudity involved but oh, kind of oh, the, the accidental high or like thinking that someone's or, interest yeah yeah, yeah. But i feel like that level of her confronting him and if y'all don't yeah. know what we're talking about it was a recent episode in which she thinks a dude is tr- uh like trying to pick her up through the window and it turns out he was trying to pick up someone else like a floor below her and she had the mm-hmm. audacity to go talk to him after showing off a booby. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the part I hate the most. I'm like, oh, so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, thanks for going down this road that I'm now currently sweaty talking about. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> I was tempted to tell you some of my more embarrassing stories, but I think I'll I'll, I'll space them out. Thank you. I'll space them out. out. I want to know it because like at least I'm not watching it. If I'm mm. watching it, it's even like that's where I fall apart. I think hearing about yeah. it, I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> but to watch it, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. We <laughs> can take some deep breaths after this. All right, let's go. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, uh, thank you for sharing. Uh, <laughs> if any listeners can relate, I bet you can. Please. Please. Uh, you can email us at stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at stuff I never told you. You can also find us on YouTube and we have a book that you can pre-order at stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.
Welcome. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 